You're listening to the Captain Groomer Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to podcast episode seven. As always, my lovely co-host, Lauren Bruin, is here with us. The guest for tonight, the one and only, a Seahawks legend, Lofa Tatupu. Just yeah. have fun, man. It's all it's all about having fun. Just like when we're at the golf course. Yeah. Just having fun. It's just all like chill vibes and good times. Yeah. Right? That's that's done. Cause yeah, like there there are some times where I just get so like into it and then I'll look at her like, is everything okay? Like, are you fine? <laughs> and then just she'll be like, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Like <laughs> you got that telecommunication going on. Oh yeah. You know? No, it, it definitely is. <laughs> no, for sure. Cause I mean it's but you could read the cues in a in a room, and I think that's what's more powerful doing it in person than when we do it yeah. online. Yeah. Like I'm literally like over there raising my hand like a little school kid, like I got something to say. <laughs> like pause, yeah. pause, please. Yeah, yeah. Tea Spike, time. Spiking a timeout. <laughs> tea time. I'm gonna get a red flag. That's what I'm gonna do. Oh, I'm just gonna start throwing it at my partner's screen. Like, hey, I got something to say, man. Dude, or like make the like if you had a green screen, you know, how you like make the background change. You should oh, be yeah, like a oh. ref. I got, <laughs> I got virtual background. Yes. I did learn that much in three years. There you go. Doing my podcast. Nice, <laughs> dude. What is, so what is your podcast? Uh, take 12 pod. And so it's a Seahawks podcast. And, um, yeah, like I said, during COVID, you know, we couldn't go anywhere doing it. Everybody stay at home, stay yeah. safe. Right. And so, um, one of my, I did a guest spot because right before COVID happened, I was at the the Super Bowl with the Niners and the Chiefs promoting my CBD line, mm-hmm. and I happened to jump on a couple of pods. And one of the guys that owns the podcast network, I went to school with at SC, and he's what? Like, yeah, it's wild, right? Yeah. You know, like small world. And so I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, well, this is my my crew. That's my show. That he had like four of the shows doing their their that radio row is what it's called." Okay, and so. um yeah, I was just there. I hopped on. We had a great time, you know, just talking ball and life, like what we're going to do today, I guess. And then um, a week later, he's like, yo, I need you to be on a guest spot. Like I just filled in and I was like, yeah, no problem. And me and the, the host, Brett Davern, we hit it off. He was just like one of the boys because he's from Edmonds, you know, Washington. Yeah. He's an actor and he mm-hmm. lives in L.A. now. So uh, it was real natural. And I got to do something that I love doing, which mm-hmm. is, you know, talking ball. And so. He's like, you want to just be a co-host? I was like, I'm in, brother. <laughs> Dude. So we're going on our third year, right? Wow. Um, That's so badass. It, yeah. Just how that worked. I, You know, I think, which is something I always tell people, like, follow your passion. Mm-hmm. Football is always my passion. Do you give me anything? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll go to a Little League game or, or a Pop Warner game, you know, if a friend's like, hey, yo, there's a good matchup coming. I want to see the next stars. And so, yeah. Yeah. I'll, you know, because – there's there's something in that that process, especially when you see a kid stand out yeah. and then you just want to follow the career and see, hey, were you right? Was he going to be the next guy? And, yeah. um, you know, so many times it's happened. And so, you know, hopefully maybe one day I get back into football operations, whether it's with the Hawks or another NFL organization. And I want to be a, like a scout or a GM. Mm. Scout. That would way. be dope. You know, because for a guy like me to make it. So to the NFL, I, you had to love it because I wasn't the biggest, I wasn't the strongest, wasn't the fastest, but I was the one that loved it the most. And so mm-hmm. I think that that whole message, which I, whenever I talk to a youth group or something, it's like, hey, just chase your dreams because yeah. if it's your passion, you won't get tired. You know, that's huge. 
So that's that's really the biggest message I have for the kids. That's what kept coming up for me was the passion. Yeah, right? I, and I think I, that I comes up on every that. single podcast is the passion. And so it's yeah, you have to have it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because, because, you know, a lot of people, they'll get into an industry because they're like, oh, well, I heard, you know, you can make a lot of money doing that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think everyone, they either know or will come to realize that money doesn't solve <laughs> the, yeah. what what's going on inside. Like, right. I don't care. Yeah. You know, it might rent happiness. It doesn't provide happiness. And so mm-hmm. that's, um, you know, something I, I knew and learned, you know, playing in the NFL. And so um, it's just you, know, you have to make yourself happy. Totally. Dude, it's, it's just so funny to me. Like as you're, as you're going through all of these things, like talking about these like key points that people resonate with and like, okay, like this guy, I want to be like him, do these things like as a model, a role model. I remember like, you know, take it as a tangent, if you will. Like I remember growing, so I grew up around here when you were playing in the NFL and this was back when your guys' facility, practice facility was just up the road, yeah. you know? <laughs> and so I'd see all you guys at the market in downtown Kirkland. And uh, I remember one time uh, my dad was just like, look, it's Lofa Tatupu's like S expedition or something. <laughs> and I was like, Tatupu? Like what? <laughs> and that was your license plate, you know, on your rig. It, I don't know if it was like a Ford or whatever. It might have been somebody else's license plate. You sure? What like, dude, it was like all of you guys did the same thing. It was either an excursion, an expedition, I, I, whatever huge. <laughs> with the with the rims <laughs> and tinted windows. <laughs> my my first car was actually a Cadillac CTSV. Mm. Oh, oh man. They had just kind of come on the scene like a year or so before. And um, I went there for an Escalade. I came out of there (laughs) with the CTSV. I just, I couldn't take my eyes off it when I was walking by. I was like, yo, what is that? Yeah. I haven't seen any of those. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, the the expedition might have been somebody else. I'm, hey, but I'm honored that someone put my name on Maybe it was your pops, maybe your brother. On their license. Who knows? Or a like diehard fan. That's you know what I mean? That's my guess. Though. Yeah. But that's what's so beautiful about this place. Like the passion that yeah. we were just talking about, that the the fans, which are known as the twelves, yeah, that mm-hmm. they pour back into and support. It's I mean, you the game would be nothing without fans. I was gonna say, what was that like? Because I noticed you were you were recently up there um at the stadium pulling up the flag. Uh, uh, yeah, opening we went was uh, that I, not this year i went um kj did it this year i did it the oh, first okay. game in 17 right after i left coaching okay um i went up there and i think this you know yeah to hear the crowd roar mm. like i'm talking like gladiator shit like that i'm, I'm <laughs> serious like back in the day medieval you know times all just crazy um you're going to battle type things and like when you make a big hit, like, cause everybody's like, I, I had a couple, a good amount of interceptions. And I think that's what people remember the most, but, um, any big hit was, oh my God, that feeling you miss the roar of the crowd. Like I can't imagine. And so to get that, that feeling again, and then have my kids who never saw me play. Wow. Have them be there by my side with my wife mm-hmm. who was there the whole way, you know? Mm-hmm. And that was special for me. And I think I would love if, you know, every uh, one of my teammates could experience that because it's, that's what you, you miss your brothers. Like when everybody leaves the game, they're like, what do you miss the most? I'm like, yeah, like the money's cool. It, it's not yeah. bad, <laughs> but the locker room, the laughs, 
the hard times, the adversity you go through, which helps you grow as a person, not just an athlete, that's what you miss the most. And so to hear that crowd roar one more time, um, it was, it was everything to me. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I just think it's awesome. The, I kind of wanted to pull in one thing that I learned, um, today was how your mom, Lauren, what? how your mom oh. says his name. <laughs> This was okay, this so, is the funniest a, thing. A different pronunciation. It is. Oh my god. Okay, so I don't even know. I was like, I just had this instant thought of, oh my god, my mom, because I used to like go watch the football games with my parents and stuff, like you know back then, and um, I just remember her being like Taputu, Taputu. <laughs> <laughs> was talking to someone i was like oh my god wait a second i have to call my mom right now <laughs> like, that's actually you know, better than most people do when, they, <laughs> when they're yelling my name yeah. <laughs> it's oh, so man. funny oh it was great and, and it it's like good. thinking about that like when we met you know you had the it was like the surfer dude like the it was like the floral the palm trees yeah, palm, palm tree hat and the floral yeah. shirt <laughs> yeah it's like i saw him like okay i can't remember this guy and then someone there was just like yeah it's low foot to tubu i'm like okay i think that's the seahawks dude and so i was like trying to put two and two together i was like because i remember like oh like this dude had like you had huge hair i had you, flow bro you had flow dude what happened to it flow foot <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> uh yeah you, you either go gray or you go bald oh. so savon enjoy it while you have it oh, uh, I, I oh he's going gray i'm salt and pepper all throughout <laughs> man so that's why i just keep it shaved dude i i'm i'm already there <laughs> I mean, I'm going. Those, pl- I'm going platinum soon, bro. Oh, dude! You should rock full it. silver. <laughs> Just silver, do racing stripes. Silver surfer. <laughs> yes. I, I, I think about it. I could, dude. It. I I would. Oh, that would be your Halloween. That should be your Halloween costume <laughs> next year. Get started now, dude. Give silver year. surfer. <laughs> it might take longer than a year these days. To grow <laughs> To get that red light therapy in NAD. Yeah, oh, yeah. There, you there you go. What's I that got about? You. Let, let, yeah. me, let me hear about that. Yeah, I mean, it's Dude. just going to basically um, supercharge your mitochondria, get your energy flowing, help your hair grow, collagen, like be really produced in your skin. Yeah. And this is like the wellness clinic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, this is her there. thing. Yeah. I, She's. I've got it all. I'm like, coming to it. check it out. Man. Yeah. Yeah. We. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I was going to offer you some, but then I didn't. Oh, that's fine. I have my uh, Lamborghini glasses from. I don't. Did you see that that post? The no. reel on Instagram. I didn't see it. Which one? Oh, so I don't know. I'm addicted to your reels, yeah, though, man. Yeah. Here's a little side note. Yeah. He surprised me with this gift, um, and he told me it has something to do with a car, and it's something I like to drink. And I'm like, what could this be? I'm like. White Claw, wine, <laughs> like tequila. Like, how does this have to do with a car? No idea. Anyway, so he like gives me this bag and it says Lamborghini on it. And I'm like, what is this? You know, and I pull it out and it's just this very nice bottle of wine from, mm. you know, Lamborghini and these two glasses and stuff. And we went to a friend's wedding and he we did this whole photo shoot video thing with, um, me pulling it out of the bag and yes. setting the glass down and pouring it. And it was on his um, deck up here with the sunset. And like, I yeah. mean, that's yeah. an experience. dude. So, I feel like I was there. Yeah, it was so good. And then Lamborghini wine messaged me and they were like, 
we love this so much. Like, can you send us the original footage, like all this stuff? And I was like, yeah, here it is. And I forwarded the like, reel. another bottle. And then we saw Real. an ad. They screen recorded my story. <laughs> because it's I have not like, even the actual. It's not even the actual video. It's my story. <laughs> and it has a quote underneath it saying, oh, my God, I love my gift so much. I bought two or he bought me two or something like that. And yeah. And then I was just like, wait, what is this? Hey, Lamborghini, we <laughs> yeah. need one more bottle. Yeah. yeah. Send for, it on for, over. Yeah. Send yeah. some more over. <laughs> for that work that they did. Yeah. If anybody's listening, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. It was fun though. No, but like to speaking of the reels, there was like one. So when we were up there, this mom was like, yo, I got this image just jumping out of a helicopter. And then like the yeah. next fucking week, I see him jumping out of a helicopter. <laughs> yeah. I was like, he wasn't joking. No. <laughs> it was impressive. Yeah. And so that's why, yeah. Dude. I love tuning into that. And yeah. You're doing great with that thing, man. I appreciate it. That's what I love about his brain. He's so creative and gets these visions and then he makes it happen. Like, oh, yeah. So, so cool. Got a dope one of me and my man, dad, Dan, who's coming. Yeah. Who's coming. <laughs> dad, Dan. Yeah, dad. Red up. wine. Um, but um, he was like, nah, move over here. The sun's not right. And it came out. It was just like, it's a nice picture. Yeah. So I appreciate that, brother. Dude, for oh, sure, man. You got a vision, man. You got mm -hmm. a vision. Dude, got to have the eye. Yeah, I appreciate that. And just, just seeing it and putting it together. How long did that take you to get the eye, to develop that? To develop the eye, um, to be, I mean, I don't want to sound weird, but it's like, I feel like I was born with it. Yeah. I have hey. always been attracted to the camera. Okay. Like I've always looked at things in a different light. And then once I got old enough to actually like play with the camera myself and like, I got into editing. Like I actually went and toured USC when I was uh, 16. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cause I got dropped from another college that uh, was going to pick me up for foot, uh, soccer. Sorry. Yeah, and so the real football, the real I, I football. I heard you about to say it. Football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. football. Yeah, yeah. yeah football. <laughs> football. Yeah, um, and so uh, my mom and I went down to tour these colleges, and we went to USC. And one of the kids is like, "So what are you doing?" I'm like, "Film." And he's like, "Okay, what part of it?" I'm like, "Film editing." And he's like, oh, "Okay, well, this is the Steven Spielberg, you know, school of film, whatever." Yeah. My mom, two seconds. I'm never sending you here. <laughs> She's like, hey, it costs too much. I don't want you like in this hood. <laughs> it was rough around there. Yeah. But but yes, one of the best one of schools. the best film schools. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Um, but yeah, no, I just I got into the editing side of it. And then as I edited more, you know, promotion, commercials, stuff like that, guys are like, hey, like just grab the camera and go shoot stuff and then edit it together. You'll already see it. And so that was that was what, 15, 16. And so like when you were looking at the pictures, like everything was just like a nine or a 10. Like I would, I, no, I would nitpick. I'd be like, even, even though like there was one shot, I'd be like, nope, this isn't good. Or like, no, I need to cut this, move it over. Like oh, I would okay. have to shift things. So like I learned to shoot wide and then cut, move and stitch. And then like Photoshop, you know, you learn that in high school, you can make New York or Times Square. You can put five people that are in there and make the place look like it's completely crowded. Damn. Yeah. I don't I believe. Don't, I didn't learn that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have I have that. no I idea how to use Photoshop. I don't even know if we had computers <laughs> when I was in high school. <laughs> I'm not shitting you, man. Um, I think we were just learning home row. To type. Home row? Yeah. Dude, Windows My 95. Mom was insane. <laughs> Dude, but, I think Windows 95 had just come out. 
Okay. Yeah, when I was in elementary school. Well, because my kid's big into, you know, doing that. And he's on TikTok and he's, mm. he's you know, he's been editing, you know, clips and everything. He He's taught himself, man. I mean, probably learned through YouTube and other stuff. Yeah. But, but like that wasn't even around when you were young to, no. to really learn it. So you had to like learn it out there in the field. No, I, I, th- this is the thing, like the, my generation, we're the last generation of kids that were before all the big tech. And now like growing up with it. So it's like mm. we we remember the Nokia phones, the Motorola phones, the flip mm. yep. bricks, bricks, you know, the phones in the BMW that you like had a cord pulled oh, yeah. up. Bill Gates to this day <laughs> still uses his. I don't know why that he's like stuck in that era. But, you know, whatever, dude. No, I didn't have my first phone until... Freshman year of uh, college. No way. Oh, yeah. Wow. Was it the Nokia, though? No, it was a Samsung. Little <laughs> little flip. Did it go up? Huh? No, it did flip down. Oh. Just a little. It was like it was tiny. It was smaller than this little glass here. Yeah. And it just flipped down. And that, that How pad. How would you type on it? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> big C, ass hands. One, two, three, C. <laughs> one, two, three, four, D. Like, it was... It was real texting. You I had, hated. Te- I hated nine nine key. Oh, oh my! Is that is that what it's called? The nine key texting. Thank you for telling me because I don't know what it's called. Yeah, you're sitting there like you tap one three times for C. Oh, but yeah. see, one, but one. see, this is why everybody talked back then because they were like, "Fuck this texting!" Yep. Like, mm-hmm. yo, I can't. I hated it. Yeah, I hated texting. And, and well, I really have grown to love it. You yeah, know? but but there is some um, miscommunication. Because everybody reads a text in their, their own state, attitude, yep, and state exactly. of mind. Yeah, and so a joke, like, <laughs> like, yeah, whatever, like, you know, just say, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but like, so I said, you read it, and they're pissed off. They're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> and like. So I was, that was a joke, man. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> that's when you got to pick up the phone call. Yeah, 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 we could. Yeah, but so yeah, that's then that, I think. So there's just lines of communication are getting blurred with relying on, you know, text. And it's so mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to text. That's what I do a lot. Like oh. driving. Yeah. Especially when you're driving. My Bluetooth, my rig is like so jacked. I would be like, Siri, text Lofa. And you're like, what would you like to say? Calling. I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Calling Lofa. I'm like, this is so dumb. <laughs> so, yeah, like the text, you know, you're just like. Hey man, I'll be over in ten minutes, and then half the time it works, and the other yeah. time I was like, "This is dumb." So even when we like communicate, like Lauren and I, I mean, it'll be instead of like the long, we used to do like short message, long message, short. It's just like no, go to work, get your stuff yeah, done. I'm like, I get can't keep one, up with this anymore. <laughs> like get one message in, you know, and yeah. then it's like, you know, we're close enough now. It's just like just call. Yeah, it's easier. Yeah, it's quicker. Sometimes they're longer. <laughs> Yeah. You know what the worst is? Oh, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. no, please. You know what the worst is? When like someone's texting you and you text back and then they just call you. And I'm like, ha. <laughs> I'm texting for a reason, man. Yeah. You're like, please don't call me right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then, and well, most of the time it's true. I'm either in a meeting or doing yeah. something. Yeah. That's why I, I mean, my attention is on the meeting, in the meeting. And like, I'm just texting you on the side like yeah what's up like is it emergency yeah and then the call happens you're like fuck dude <laughs> all the time <laughs> yeah and that would happen on set mom if to- you're listening oh mom <laughs> i would be sitting there like running spots or something she'd be like what time are you gonna be home this is when i was like what 17 
So I'm like, I'm working till midnight. I told you this. And so this was back when you had the Motorola flip phone with the whole key nine, whatever texting. So we like, home at midnight. <laughs> she would read the envelope like it was a phone call. So she'd call. I'm like, why am I getting? I'm like, I'm not answering. And then she, she, then she would text me. Why don't you answer? Why don't you like, answer? I'm working. <laughs> That's the best one. <laughs> Call me back. A- answer now, damn it. <laughs> what do you want? You know, is this urgent? No, the chicken is burning. <laughs> you know, something. Dumb. Oh, you had the accent yeah. now for mom too. Oh, dude. he's got all the accents. I and that was, <laughs> dude. So this is that was one thing I was gonna touch on earlier, and then I just the tangents run around because th- this is seriously like the most like chill hangout I've had. It's so it's so good. What I wanted to get to, I always thought you were from Hawaii. <laughs> when yeah, we met, yeah. yeah, when we met at Newcastle, I'm like, this is like the Persian surfer, like Persian, <laughs> the Polynesian surfer dude from Hawaii who like played on, you know, the Seahawks. And then you're like, where are you from, dude? You're like, uh, Linwood, or <laughs> Seattle, whatever it was you said. I was like, I live in Newcastle, bro. <laughs> But but no, yeah, I, I grew up in Massachusetts. Yeah, so you, you have the there's still that East Coast. Oh yeah, you know that's where you, I grew up. Man. Yeah, I mean, I, gotta get your coffee. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> can't pronounce the R's. <laughs> you know, we put R's where they don't belong. So we'll say we'll say water. You know, things like that. But then like pizza, there's no R. But I, yeah, you want to grab a pizza? Pizza. You added an R there where there's none, but then you, you subtract it when there is one in the in the world. I don't I don't get it. But, <laughs> but they 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 beat I'm talking everybody at Southern Cal when I was in college and then when I came up here, they beat the accent out of me. Like Really? Oh yeah. I used to say shit like wicked. <laughs> that's that's fucking wicked. <laughs> and uh they're like, What what does that mean? I was like how you wouldn't understand and, and so but like slowly it just it just started to fade but when i go back there yeah i'm talking like instantly no you pick it I up start quick, yeah hanging with my boys yeah I'll yeah back. <laughs> well, what the fuck are we doing <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. it's like split like that movie yeah. <laughs> but the bounce back is so fast oh it's strong dude i've, I've heard that one though uh Oh, what was it? The bot, yeah, Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, what was it? Chris Evans, Chris Evans, and uh, who was the other guy? There are a couple actors. Um, oh, oh, Chris, uh, well, Matt Damon, and Ben Affleck. Yeah, they're, Matt Damon. Yeah, they're pretty big actors that are from yeah. Boston. Though there was the Super Bowl ad that I that I saw, and it was like it was all Boston. So it was like Chris Evans, oh. John Krasinski, couple like uh, uh, Poppy, whatever the the baseball player, whatever. Big Poppy. Yeah, Big yeah. Poppy. Mm-hmm. And they're like they all did like their super original thick Boston accents. You know, like that's wicked, huh? That's wicked smart. I'm like, is this Family Guy? Like, what am I listening to? That did sound like Family Guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, man. I mean, it's uh, yeah, the East Coast, but I am enjoying the West Coast a little more. I, I was just gonna ask, which do you, which do you prefer? I, I miss my friends and my family. That my, you know, I call. I just have Samoans. We just have family. You either with us or we don't we don't mess with you. And, and so and like um it's uh but but back there, you know, I grew up, it uh that that's my family. And so I miss the people. I do because mm-hmm. they're not assholes, like mm-hmm. everybody says. Well, you know, they they've given us the tag mass holes. The mass the mass holes. <laughs> but um they're just 
brutally honest mm-hmm. and like some people don't like the truth yeah <laughs> and some they people can't, can't take hand, it can't handle yeah. it and so um i like to think that's really the case is uh maybe we're just a little less sensitive than some other you know regions in the states but um uh, yeah man uh, i'm going back to uh because my dad i grew up over there a little background my dad played for the patriots for 13 out of his 14 years in the NFL. wow and so that's why that's I grew awesome. up there because I was the only Samoan over there. I would could imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, who is this guy? Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, and so I mean, it was an amazing place to grow up. And, um, you know, but the crazy part was Boston sports were not good back, <laughs> back when I was there. What? Oh, no. Like, I mean, the Patriots have finally made the Super Bowl in like 97. So my dad's squad made it in 85. They, they got smoked by the Bears. Mm-hmm. They're one of the greatest teams of all time. And then it was another 12 years or so until, you know, Parcells and Bledsoe took them to another Super Bowl against the Packers. Mike Holmgren. There you who, go. Who we know and love. Yeah. Um, he, he came out with the win. and But other than that, the, the Celtics weren't good for, like, the longest. Uh, <laughs> like, it was bad, bro. And then, like, I, my dad was on a couple teams that were, like, 1-15. in 15. Oh bro, do you know how long of a season that Man. is? Uh, the, oh my God. It's the pit of misery dude man. that sounds terrible yeah <laughs> and uh what else i mean the bruins they were competitive i went to a lot of bruins games going up that was pretty awesome my dad he wanted to put me in hockey when i was young i can't see that <laughs> i can skate bro you can can you backwards uh oh i'm nice dude i've got a kraken neighbor yeah. Oh, really? One of the Seattle Krakens? Oh, was yeah. Dope. Kids like 24 or whatever. Yeah. He, $3 million <laughs> house, just like all of his buddies, the Lamborghinis and fucking <laughs> Ferraris. And it's a like, car show out It's there. just Benz everywhere. <laughs> and they're like, we park wherever the fuck we want. Like, they don't care. Middle of the street. Yeah. I'm no, like, this no. is when you give 20 somethings millions of dollars. But. <laughs> yeah. But you hockey. So. Or yeah. you can. Well, you know, I could, I could skate. Not. Okay. Now it's just like basketball. Mm. You know, everybody thinks they're a hooper when they don't have a ball in their hands. They're doing the air <laughs> dribbles like they're nice, yeah. right? Right. And it looks like, oh, they might be okay. But then when you add the dribbling aspect in the basketball, they're like, oh, I can't play. <laughs> so like when you added the stick and the puck, I was not, I would have been an enforcer, is what I would have <laughs> been. And I think, you know, really the defining moment when my dad said you're not gonna play hockey was when rink time is so early for the young guys. You got to get there at like four o'clock, five o'clock for an hour of skate time before school because, you know, the high school's coming in and, you know, mm-hmm. juniors and everything else. And so as soon as my dad found it, he's like, yeah, you're not playing hockey. <laughs> <laughs> you can't wake <laughs> until up you, early enough. Until you get your license. Because he didn't want to take me. Oh, he did. But, yeah. Are you serious? Screw that. <laughs> but but he's an avid hockey fan. He loved hockey. And, um, you know, I got to go and, and meet a lot of the legends, you know, Cam Neely, Ray Bork you know, some hall of famers and just unbelievable guys, you know, outside of the rink. But, um, yeah, man, it was, it was, it was fun growing up there, but it was tough times. It wasn't like, so from 2000, like four or three on, mm-hmm. they've had like 10 championships over there between football and yeah. like six or seven from the Patriots alone, two from the Red Sox, um, Stanley cup, the, the Bruins won it. Uh, so they've in the Celtics, they, they went to two and one, one. Yeah. So like, it's been like championship city for, you know, probably the late two thousands to, you know, as of maybe five, seven years ago. But I mean, even then, if I go back and look, I think Tom's got two rings in the last seven years. So. Yeah. 
it, it's nuts. But um, but yeah, so it was it was a good place to grow up though, man. Yeah, love my boys back. The shout out to the Tri Town, Tri Town Mass, Tri Town Mass. Yeah, let's hear the shout outs. The town, yeah. the give town, the shout outs right now. The towns were so fucking small. <laughs> That it was three towns. That's why it's called Tri Town yeah, because yeah. the Tri Town area, Redham, Plainville, Norfolk, where me and my wife from, and Hasselback. Hasselback's from Norfolk. Dude, That's he cool. was my neighbor growing up. Oh, dope. I would, my brother and I throw the football and he would go in his yard and he's like, hey, man, or he, he'd be throwing it and it'd fall in our backyard. He's like, hey, man, or hey, kid, throw it back. And we're like, okay. And we'd throw it like a grenade. <laughs> and then I'd see him in this, him, Holmgren, yeah. Branch. Yeah. Uh, Alexander, like these are the guys I remember. Oh, I yeah. remember seeing. Mm-hmm. I was a kid, so I'm like staring up at him, like, <laughs> you're huge. Yeah. Well, I mean, two of those guys are in the ring of honor now. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah. And th- it's just dope to see, you know, guys that that, you know, I bled, sweat, tear, blood, sweat, tears, you know, on that field with getting their proper due up there. Mm. Like Hasselbeck went in. Hutch went, uh, well, we honored Hutch for his Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. you know, the gold jacket. Yeah. And then Hasselbeck. And then Sean Alexander just went in. I saw that um, one. And um, I think it said uh, Holmgren. So, like, and Walter Jones, you know, one of the greatest of all time he's been in. I yeah. think he was at that golf tournament with us. Yeah. Over there taking yeah, pictures. Yeah. He is such Dude, a cool dude. He is slick. Yeah. I got to tell him to come on the show, man. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. No, we'll definitely like just keep rolling these things. I'm just gonna bring them in here. Yeah, just cruise. <laughs> I think what I'm gonna end up doing because so I have a plan to like redo this whole like studio kind of look, and we're gonna have uh, there's gonna be an airplane wing. An air- oh, so this whole this thing, is his vision, his the vision. vision that I have is like an airplane because it's gonna be like the captain groomer. So I'm like I'm a pilot. Right. Yeah. But then there's like shout out to your family. Right. Yeah. You know, the whole backside of the Boeing people like, yeah, my dad's of the family with Boeing. Uh-huh. But it's like, even though I don't fly planes, it's like it would be you can't have, you know, fucking four helicopter <laughs> blades stuck together. Like, this is your desk. Like, we'd be like nose to nose. <laughs> so I'm like, OK, an airplane wing makes a little more sense. And then by doing that, I can actually add more microphones to it, get a bigger soundboard and then just like. Just rack it up. Hey, man, this shit is already next level. Yeah. You know, I mean, like I said, I, I got The reason why there's that this much distance is so that we don't get the interference uh, from each microphone. Because if if I took this away and she was sitting right next to me and then like Dan was sitting right next to you, the interference back and forth, oh, it's a nightmare. It sounds terrible. Yeah. You guys got to figure it out. I mean, this setup is... It's perfect. Yeah. I, I think it's beautiful. This is man. this is round one. You got the ambiance going with that light back there. Mm-hmm. I don't you know. It, it's, it's just something. Yeah. I thought it was just your aura. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But, yeah, my but, aura just keeps yeah, changing just glowing, colors. Just glowing. Yeah, he always glows. What is that? I almost that was my tan. <laughs> you're just you're just glowing. Yeah, you're glowing. <laughs> you're glowing. I would yeah, dude. But 100%. Oh, man, right on. Yeah. I did just get an idea, though, with the whole uh-huh. um, helicopter blade. Yeah? What you got? I'm thinking, you know, shot skis? Yeah. We do mm. a heli ski. Heli ski. We should ski. do a heli ski. With the propeller. And, just like, everybody who comes on the gotta podcast got to do the heli ski right beforehand. 
Or uh, heli shot, heli shot, heli shot. Yeah. Okay. I knew. I know <laughs> some uh, some heli some helicopter parts that are really timed out. Yeah. <laughs> so go get it and bring it back, <laughs> and let's make one. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. That yeah. Should be... And then put Captain Groomer on Ooh, it or something. Dude, you know, we're gonna, gonna do something with it. I'm gonna start selling these things. That's yeah. the opener. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the opener. That's you can day. hear everybody taking yeah. a shot. Everybody ready? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's gonna be your brand. Yeah, I like, I like, yes. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Shout, shout out, shout out this real quick because yeah. this stuff is tasty. It is. So Compo Veda Tequila. Um, you can buy it on siptequila.com. Um, we're not in stores. It's it's a fairly new brand, maybe a year or two. Um, this might be they're going on to their third year next year. And um, yeah, so me. Jordan Babineau, Marcus Trufant, some Seahawk legends, Ben Obamanu, we we all got together and, and threw in on one of their their uh, raising rounds, and it they they had a great you know kind of introduction of like what the platform is and how they're going about growing it, and really it's it's taken off, and and so I was like, well, just give me the tequila, man. Let me try. <laughs> I'm, you know, the asshole, just like, can I just try the tequila? Like, this, the story's beautiful. Like, it would sound better if I could taste it. And, and they're like, yeah, sure. And like, I was like, sorry, guys. Like, so they poured it and they had like two or three uh, of of their lines at the time. They were just coming out, getting ready to, to launch the Blanco. And then, then they came out. They just released a rosé, which I'm going to get you guys mm, at. I can't wait. Oh, my God. So it, stoked. Because this is pretty smooth, right? That is so really good. smooth. This is just yeah. a Reposado. It's great. They have an extra Anejo, which is like it almost, if you're a cognac fan, it, it kind of mm. resembles that. Yeah. Okay. So then, I grew so, up so drinking I get, cognac. I get you. Grew, <laughs> grew, dude, that's what they gave us. What a savage. Dude, we are like two years old. Like my stomach hurts. They like drink cognac. They're like they hated. It. Like I hated the taste of it. And then my brother and I are like fourteen. We're like, tastes good now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, two years old, stomach pain, headache, whatever. Grandma just give us a shot. Suck it up. Hey, it's better than the medicine that dude. You know, for real, you've come to know what is medicine, dude. Right? I know, right? It's not even medicine. So, so you rose yeah. and you the extra anejo. Yeah, let's I'm, do it. I'm telling I'm you, game. you're going to love it. it I'm excited. It, yeah, it, it's amazing. <laughs> Dude, yeah. But like, because we used to have a place, my family, we used to have one of those like timeshare, buy a place in Mexico kind of thing. So every year we'd go down and grab some tequila. We you know, ATV tour up into the buttfuck nowhere. You know, <laughs> like, And they're like, here's the agave plant. I'm like, this is not a factory. This is <laughs> some shit stacked together and there's alcohol inside. Like, well, <laughs> that's what you have. And then, yeah, how old are you? You're driving an ATV? ATV, so I was what? 15, 16, 17, 18. With a little and, drink. Not, not a big deal. Not just a little drink. So on my 16th, so 2006, my mom told them like, it's his 16th birthday. And so like all the guy, all the, you know, you get little shots, like yeah. tasters. So they give everybody one taste of the different tequilas. They okay. gave me three My God. of each one. By the end of it, like I'm my brother and I are both athletes. Like we're just like tanking it. Like he's just like, I'll drink the rest of you. Like my brother's huge, right? Yeah. He's like, Well, you can't finish, I'll drink. I was like, all right, cool. Sounds and like so, what I would say. Yeah. So I like drank part of it. I'm like, Andre, I hate this. He's like, Don't worry about it. You just shoot it back. I, I kid you not. We got done with this. Too. I could barely stand. And he's like, just lean up against me. I was like, all right, cool. So like standing up. Again, he's, so I'm 16. So he's 13. And uh, yeah. 
He's 13. <laughs> and he's taking care of you. Yeah, he's taking care of me. Dude, this guy would tank like daiquiris at the pool. She's <laughs> like, I got this. <laughs> like, this is the Armenian side of you coming out full war. <laughs> Dude. What a, what a beast. Yeah, what a beast. And so um, at the end of that one tequila, run, we had to drive these ATVs back. But that's what I was concerned Dude. So, so I told the guy, the guy's like, you know, you could, you know, shift on the way up here, shift on the way home. I'm like, no, dude. <laughs> and he's like, I'm like, put it in automatic. He's like, there is no yeah. automatic. <laughs> oh my god. So my brother's like, dude, just put it in third and then get it get it down. You'll make it in third. I was like, all right. So I go and I immediately like pop the clutch and hear this zing. <laughs> my brother's like, you just toast to the transmission. <laughs> No. So way. we we strapped my quad to his quad. Oh my god. <laughs> he towed me down the hill. <laughs> and I'm holding on to this thing. Yeah, just bounce just recoiling. Ragdoll. Just- like I just every bounce. I'm like, I'm gonna fuke. I'm gonna this oh was horrible. I made it back to the hotel. I'm like, wow, I f- I feel better. But I don't feel better. Like, I'm glad the earth is still rotating. Like, it's flat. But, yeah, it was, I had so much tequila up there. And that was, that was pretty much like the, not the end, but that was like the last of having a ton of tequila. Well, I mean, but everybody, I think, you know, this, everybody goes into a plan, you know, with everything they do in life, but other than drinking, right? Mm. And so it's like. Why isn't there a plan there? So like, this is all I drink anymore Yeah, know, is tequila because it just, I don't get a nasty hangover in the morning. Um, I yeah. still get up and crush my workouts. Mm-hmm. And I think it doesn't really change any, not my mood, mm-hmm. which other stuff does, you know? Yeah. So anything else, I just get tired or angry. And yeah. it's just like, no, you know, wouldn't like me when I'm angry. No. <laughs> the bear like, comes like out. The Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I think, you know, finding something that agrees with you, mm. you know, because um, everybody's different, even in terms of cannabis, which, yeah. you know, I'm in that industry. Yeah. Too. Um, you know, I'm like a sativa only guy. Like I can't do that's in- it. I can't do indica. I know weak sauce, right? Oh, I'm indica. No, like I actually. Bed, yeah, you know? I have no clue about this stuff because, oh, okay. like, I couldn't really like get into it. And then as a pilot, like, I just yeah. one stop shop. Like, yeah. there's no way I'm gonna. No, you can't even yeah. try. Yeah, I know. But Lauren knows all about it. <laughs> Lauren, talk to me. Talk yeah. to me. Oh no, I mean, I'm just. I just my story where it starts. Well, finding it in my parents, you know stash when i was like 13 got some some cool parents (laughs) you know oh yeah so when i went off to oregon state my first year i came home to visit obviously on the holidays right Mm -hmm. and um my old baby room which i didn't live in at the time ever but like it was like an office i like go in there and it's a little different and i'm like what is this light? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, what is going on in here? You know, I open up the closet and there's just like plants. <laughs> oh. And I'm like, what's happening? You know, like mom. And then she's like, well, you know, I'm just, you know, kind of trying to grow stuff. And I'm like, okay. You know, and that's where we were like, I was like, I already knew, you know, <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> you know, acting up all the way until that point. Like, we don't know, you know, but They're like, sorry, baby, we turned your room yeah. into a garden. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Where then, are all my pictures? Right. Yeah. I'm like, what happened? It's a full blown <laughs> No, she literally up. sings to her, her babies. Yeah. yeah those are her it. babies, it's, you yeah. know? So, 
Yeah, no, she transformed <laughs> that room like okay. whole like built walls and had like everything going, you know. And she has her license to do that or whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um because she has like chronic pain and everything yeah. like that. So she uses it for a reason because her doctors just want her to take, you know, basically opiates. The bullshit. And, yeah. And and she doesn't want to be addicted to that stuff. And like yeah. So. so, I mean, I would love your perspective yeah. as, you know, you run your own wellness clinic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, but what the plant can do, because I mean, I'll tell you my yes. story after, but I would love to hear what it did for your mom. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it completely gets rid of pain, you know, and it helps to calm the nervous system. It just puts you in a state where your body can kind of catch up and adapt and heal itself because our bodies are meant to heal itself. Right. And we want to utilize things that help us as tools and it doesn't need to be a pharmaceutical because pharmaceuticals just don't do that. Right. There's always a catch to it. I feel like it creates more problems. Yeah, exactly. There's always a side effect. And so that's kind of how I got into what I got into because my mom, I saw her grow up as I was growing up, like with so much chronic pain yeah. You know, and reactions to all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think CBD, like marijuana, whatever yeah. Yeah. is amazing and it can be used for a lot of really great things. And then I feel like there's always a catch 22. You know what I mean? Like some people can overuse it and some people, you know, however you choose to use it is. How you well, it overuse it. it, you're just going to get a better sleep. Yeah. I mean, that or get the, nothing fucking done. <laughs> that, 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 that. <laughs> That is and a eat a of, shit ton of chips or something. <laughs> that is a side effect. In <laughs> <And> pizza. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know. but, but even in those moments, you're more internalizing. And like, you know, when yeah. people say they're paranoid, mm. no, you're not paranoid. You're actually dealing with, you're actually facing. Right. What's shit. actually, you What's were actually been suppressing. Bothered. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. coming to the forefront of your mind and you yes. actually are mm-hmm. like facing it. And that's what scares them is like, mm-hmm. cause like when I started using it, I yeah. started using cannabis, very low THC. I do love THC, but mm-hmm. um, you know, our zone in CBD is from hemp. And so that's, it's essentially weed light, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the non-alcoholic version of weed or cannabis, right? right? So there's no high associated with it. And we call it zone in to to erase the stigma and fight the stigma of like all the beneficial properties of the compounds and the plants that are, you know, that Mm -hmm. that, that is the whole extract. And so from pain management, from, you know, just mental clarity, um, your mood, like depression, anxiety. When I I had, when I, when I left football and when I had concussions, um, Mm -hmm. so my career was only six years long because which is double the average. So I was just grateful. You know, wow. really? Yeah. That's amazing. Three, three years is the average. I didn't know that. And I played six. And so I'm forever grateful for it. But, you know, wow. everybody you talk to, they're like, oh, would you play 10 years? No, nah, I got six in. And they're like, whoa, you know, why was it so short? I was like, dude, it felt like a lifetime. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Could you imagine doing it longer? My dad played 14. I know. You wow. Know? And, and, you know, and he, he actually passed away when he was 54 oh, um, wow. in his sleep because he, he had sleep apnea. I have sleep apnea. And wow. I, he had a he had a massive heart attack in his sleep, but I can't help but think that had I just got in the industry a couple of years earlier, because I got in around 2013, mm-hmm. 14-ish, when it turned legal here, going from medical to rec, mm-hmm. 
I was 280 pounds. I was coaching for the Hawks and I was just going through the motions of life. When yeah. I played football, I was 240 pounds. I'm 240 right now. I'm back to my playing weight. Wow. I'm, I'm running faster, stronger than I ever yes. was because yeah. it plays a role in our receptors. Mm -hmm. And so CB1 and CB2 in the mind and body yeah. and that mind body connection was just shattered with the 10 surgeries and 15 concussions I suffered in six years. Damn, okay, you have to come into my clinic. I'm, I'm because in. Because you don't even know. I have this thing called a theta chamber that puts your body into a theta state where you can reprogram and heal. Uh -huh. And it is such a game changer. Like you it's a go, life changer. You, you go on, it's a trip. What you experience yeah. when you get into that state is so profound and it's different for everybody, which is really... Um, it's just so amazing. Working yeah, it's with your different own journey, people. right? Yeah, it is a journey and I just can't wait. And then with the hyperbaric chamber, yeah, red light. I mean, well, and oh like my God. the next industry I'm, you know, dabbling in is psychedelics. And that's the, our there next venture. Our next venture uh, is that as well. Yeah, oh my God, I'm psilocybin. so excited. Yes, exactly. What it's, but just the yeah. CBD alone and THC, what it did for me. Like I could never, that's why I have two companies because I could never be more grateful than, to, you know, spread yeah. the message. You know, I feel yeah. like that's my post football purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, um, wow. I believe our purpose in life, is just help as many people as we can while we're here. You know, so yeah. many people need it and yeah. so many people need to know how yeah. and what to do because what they're being told is one, a lie. Yeah. And, and then they're just getting sicker Yeah, and in more like fog. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. And that's what it's completely lifted that. And yeah. like really what it did, you know, for an athlete, you know, there's three, you know, diet, exercise, well, nutrition and sleep. Yeah. Those are, those, those, <laughs> yeah, those are the three biggest pillars of yeah. what's going to lead to your success. And like, thousand percent. no one, no one really pays any attention to sleep. Everybody, they mm. always have that fear of missing out. Um, you know, especially when we're younger, we get yeah. into this nasty habit mm -hmm. and habits are what form our, our life. Absolutely. And so, yeah. so really that's the crazy part is like, I never had good sleep. I was on, I was on sleep meds. I was on pain meds. I was on, uh, anti-inflammatories. And then they even went to prescribe me, um, depression meds. And I've seen what that has done to a lot of people that I love. And mm -hmm. so I was like, nah, man, I'm, you know, I'm hearing more and more as I was in the cannabis industry, like it saved my life. Yeah. And I mean, I'm talking, I didn't do anything different. I, I still drank too much. I ate whatever I wanted. <laughs> and, but, but the pain was so reduced that that other voice in my head came back like, Hey, you know, we got this shit. Mm -hmm. There you go. And yeah. that dog came back and I was like, who, I haven't heard you in a <laughs> yeah. long time. And, uh, I just signed up for a gym membership and I was like, I'm not going to change shit. I'm, I'm, you know, you know, other than it was giving me better sleep, but I'm not even going to like have a set bedtime or mm -hmm. anything like that or eat a, a perfect diet. You know, I just, I'm just going to work out for 30 days straight. There you go. Because the power of forming that habit, right. It takes mm -hmm. at least three to four weeks or whatever yeah. science says, right. 21 days, 21 days. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> so I was like, I went for 30 days straight and I went from 280 down to like 255. Wow. And I was still eating like shit, uh, and drinking just everything. And yeah. and then it just snowballed all these positive changes in my life that I'm forever grateful for. And um, I'm just here to try to continue to spread the message, you know, because it's, man, it's powerful. Uh, yeah. I, like I said, 
we, me and Savan, we were talking about all the injuries we've had. Yeah. You know, almost like, like, was it lethal, lethal weapon when they're going back and forth? Damn. Showing scars and stuff. Dudes, for real. Yeah. But it was like, you know, um, I don't, more importantly, other than, you know, the body, which occasionally aches and pains, um, the mind feels so much stronger. And mm-hmm. I never, I never would have imagined a dream that I could be back to this, be better than where mm-hmm. I was. And so, yeah, just one more time. Fucking love it. Forever grateful. It's amazing. And think about where you're at now and even optimizing more where and I elevating be more because I, you can. I, and yeah. that is what's so cool and so exciting. I, yeah. I got to check out this. Yeah. What's the what's the clinic's name? It's called what? Healthy Beings. Healthy Beings. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's in Bellevue. In Bellevue? Right off North Up Way. Lots of parking. Yes. Uh, same building as Tesla. Right by the UW Medicine Specialty Clinic. Okay. Yeah. I'll just send you the address. And it is seriously... I'm so grateful for what we've created and what's there and how it can help people. And it's just next level and nobody has this technology, which is so cool. So that's real purpose. Yeah. Changing people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's beautiful. That's Mm -hmm. what it's all about. Big stuff. Right. Like what, what's life worth if you're not happy? Yeah. Exactly. I don't care how much you have. Happy and healthy. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, and I have seen that's a great, you know, yeah. that's a good, good point because I have seen people that are happy, but they're not healthy. Right. And I just can't imagine how much happier they'd be. Right. If exactly. they did just take that extra step. Mm-hmm. And I have been on this journey for seven years now. And so, because my wife thought, she's like, oh, it's a fluke. You, be, I, I married her because she tells me the truth. <laughs> that's, <laughs> right? that's a good you know, wife right there. Yeah. A, yeah. Lot of, <laughs> a lot of people, their friends or, or their, their, their loved ones, they, they tell them what they want to hear. No, don't no, do that. No. No. Yeah. This is my baby because mm-hmm. I've known her since I was 12 years old and she's never bullshitted me. She's, never, she's like, yo, this is, this is what I think. You know, I know you're not going to like it, but this is what I think and this yeah. is what I feel and what I believe. And that, so, is that that East Coast drive? They're like, hey, that, you're yeah. fucking dumb. Move. Yeah. <laughs> just, just. <laughs> Yo, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might not like this, but yeah. listen. <laughs> but yeah. And and I mean, I'm telling you, because, you know, when you're in the eye of the storm, like yeah. you're in the middle of the tornado, so to speak, and you, you don't see a way out. Right. You know, like you, you don't. And you're blinded. And you, you don't mm-hmm. see anything. And you're just like fuck this like, what am i gonna do and like um but no she's she's been like hey like she's so she's certified yoga so i'm gonna start doing mm, yoga with I her because I, yeah. I have to because um i want to take my wellness to the next level mm-hmm. and i just see how happy and mm-hmm. energetic and how grateful people that practice yoga like they really are yeah. in their life not just mm-hmm. not just in the practice that they right. go to but they're very present moment and mm-hmm. so i want that yeah and i think you know that's why like, I don't ever try to like sell somebody on CBD. Mm-hmm. I just try, try to tell somebody, you know? Yeah. It's like, hey, man, like it's your choice. It's like, really sharing. It's yeah. like, hey, educating and sharing and yeah. helping them see how it could benefit them and what they want to get out of it. I went through all this shit. Yeah. And, and found peace and happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Know, you know, in, in the most chaotic of, of, of times and just, you know, I can't imagine, you know, how powerful you would be if you if you mm-hmm. just gave it a chance and it takes time for it to get into your system. Mm-hmm. Everybody's different. For me, the uptake and what I've seen, what I've experienced, because I've, I've like even before I had a CBD company in 2019, I was handing out full spectrum, you know, hemp and cannabis to my loved ones. And I was seeing a total shift in perspective in 180. I was mm-hmm. seeing 
fucking so it's special when you know yeah i'm proud of myself that i, I got it together like i fi- <laughs> figured something out i'm not gonna say figured it out right? i'm still, you're still on the journey yeah, and you're gonna yeah. be on the journey for the just, rest of your life but just, but just keep yeah. getting better yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah yes, absolutely exactly. but like when you see the light come on in somebody else's eyes yeah it's I mean, the best feeling i saw one yeah. of my friends that had been at the same job for years did love the job but probably just did enough, did what was required. And then I saw the per- the perspective shift and I saw, like I heard showing up early for work, like you know, just doing little things that better the team, mm-hmm. which is why I always love team sports, right? Yeah. yeah. Because you're only strong as your weakest link. And, mm-hmm. and then I saw him go from just an employee to manager and then even higher. And it was like- Well, he found like the leader within himself. And, you know, and he was going to lead himself and then he wanted to lead others and it's, he wants others to follow in his footsteps and elevate them. And he had right? been at that job for 10 years yeah. and hadn't, wow. hadn't had more than like one promotion and then went all the way to the top in the next two years. That's amazing. How's that possible? Yeah. He, he Neuroplasticity, be- new neural pathways firing. New pathways. Yep. And I'm I, all about I, that. I talk, oh, <laughs> I, I love this conversation right now. <laughs> it's so Dude, good. Dude, you too. Because I'm like, I'm not on that same wave. I'm it's, catching up, it's but it's okay. like, just I'm watching, like in this triangle for the people, we can't, yeah. there's no cameras for this one, Yeah. you know, but it's like, there's this triangle, right? Of like us sitting, Dan, if you're I, listening, I Dan, we at. don't know where Dan is. We love you, Dan. We love yeah, you, Dan. we love you, Dan. Shout out. <laughs> But it's like in these moments of you guys like tatting, just like connecting on that level. I just, I literally see like a bridge, it just arcs. Yeah. It, it's real. Cause yeah. it's like, you guys are like it's on like that level. That wavelength. Same yes. level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just appreciation for the moment and the journey. And yeah. I think, yeah. you know, we're, we're so caught up in our routines and, and life is fucking hard. Dude. And man. it flies by in a blink of an eye. Right. Yeah. And like you that. get to choose what you want to get out of it and what you want others to experience. But in that's, your presence. That's the power you know? though. It, yeah. it is just a choice. Mm-hmm. And like, so like I, I got to talk to a high school team mm-hmm. and like the coach, I was like, what do you want me to talk about? I'll talk about whatever you want me to talk. What do they need? He's like, I want to talk about mental toughness. And I yeah. was like, I got you. Like, cause, there you go. cause I mean, I got, I fucking failed every step of the way <laughs> until I finally made it. But mm-hmm. I'm talking in terms of just my football, you know, yeah. um, career. I didn't get a major scholarship at a, at a high school. Like everybody would thought my dad, see, they only talk about the glory years, right? Yeah. Oh, they don't, when, when I get introduced, it's just three-time pro bowler, all pro, uh, 35th anniversary team. They don't talk about, uh, didn't get a scholarship to a major college <laughs> right. at a high school, was rejected by almost everybody he sent the tape to, mm-hmm. um, was a backup at that college, you know, the sub football subdivision. So uh championship division, which is, one double A, because I transferred in. They were, they don't ever mention like yeah. I went to University of Maine for a year and then transferred over to Southern Cal. They're just like two time national champion. You just know, right to it, right they, to yeah. it, right? And they go right I, to the glory. Yeah. yeah, I just have to say something. Well, two things. I was an alternate cheerleader for Oregon State because I didn't make it. So there's one thing, but I gave up on that after. <laughs> <laughs> But then we have the football pro and the cheerleader pro (laughs) almost, (laughs) almost. (laughs) But um, no, when Savannah and I were talking about creating this podcast, I remember you were sharing with me like, you know, what you want to ask and like what it would be about. And then I instantly go to the struggles. Yeah. And I and then you're like, what? No, the successes, you know, you're like, (laughs) you want to like really you want to want people to be highlighted and share that. But then I'm like. 
whoa, but like the it only comes, of getting it there only because comes through that's struggles. what I've yeah. experienced. You so know? you guys, and you guys got the yin and the yang. You got Isn't both. So cool how it's yeah. just like you showing got, up this way, and I think it's so beautiful. It's, it's meant yeah. to be. But, yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, and like. So like it even that conversation got deep with the the, the kids, you know, and these are high school kids and they were at they're a nice high school in Bellevue. And, um, you know, I didn't know how deep the coach wanted me to get, but it just kind of naturally happened to kid. They were asking great questions. Nice. Like, did you ever want to give up? And, you know, I was like, I think this is what really speaks to mental toughness is that it's just you you can't see yourself giving up. Like in terms mm. of like, if you have a vision, yeah. you know, like we were talking about, earlier, you just like, nah, man, I, I have a picture in my head. I have clear crystal picture of how I'm going to get there and everything. And maybe it's not happening how, how I wanted it to, but it's happening in the process that it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. And so I was supposed to go to one double a be humbled and then be grateful that I even had a scholarship, be a backup. Somebody got hurt. Mm-hmm. I went in and I bawled and then I, you know, the confidence was through the roof. And then when I was transferring, I was leaving. I was like, bro, you're not, you're not going to play at SC. I was like, just being on the team. I don't know if I'm going to go to the NFL. That's my dream. But just being on the team will mean more to me than being an all-star somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And like, if I just get to run it, like, and I know I hate to reference it because I fucking hate Notre Dame, (laughs) but like Rudy Rudiger, if I just get to get on that field with the Trojans, yes, it might, I don't have to play in the NFL because you know what? I went for it. And I think that's a big thing that I told the kids is like, you know, shoot your shot, man. You know, like, don't, don't die wondering. Like you, you know, you went for it and if it happened, great. If it didn't, you learned a lesson. And I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, yeah, delays are not denials is what my mom always mm. said, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I just I kept going down that road and because but everybody they would think, oh, well, his dad played. So yeah. he had all these schools knocking on his door. Nobody it came wasn't like that. Nobody all. came no. to see me. And, they, yeah. and then like everybody was telling me I was crazy. But like when you have a vision that a lot of people don't understand, you will sound crazy to them. Yeah. And so when I was yeah. telling them since I was seven years old, I was going to play in the NFL. But then <laughs> as the process got on, it wasn't about you were wrong. It was more about I was right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I, proved, I proved myself right rather than I proved you wrong. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's the beautiful part about all the struggles. And it did. It got deeper. Like I go, you know, because my mom, you know, love her and still like, you know, not a day goes by. I don't talk and text to her or whatever. Just like mm-hmm. that's my rock. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, she was always my heart and just like my confidence. Like, hey, you got this. You know, even at times when I, my confidence is waving, mm-hmm. she she was just like, hey, man, you got you good. I'm, I'm great. Like, I got this. And she's like, I know you do. And just reassuring me. But um, she always used to tell me, hey, man, it could always be worse. Like, no matter how, when you go mm-hmm. into a situation and like, you know, I'm a kid and I'm like, how could it be worse? You know, you're thinking, end of, end of the world. <laughs> like, don't tell me that. You know? <laughs> and so I shared with the kids that I was there with uh, my story about, um, since we're talking about the struggles, that, mm. okay, so yeah, my dad played in the league and everything. And, but there was some struggles with finances, there's mm-hmm. some struggles with, divorce mm. and you know in my mind and I, and I went through it like around nine or 12 like nine to 12 was like the worst time it mm. could happen statistically is what i've heard and read and i was like 
nine years old when it started to happen and, and then the yeah. divorce happened wow. and it weighed heavy on, on the family. And, you know, I, I look back, you know, wishing I could just be more supportive of my parents um, because I didn't know what they were going through, but I was just a kid. Right. Yeah. But I was always over there blaming myself mm -hmm. and I carried that with me, wow. but you know, I'm sitting there and like, even then mom's like, Hey, it can always be worse. And I even remember telling you, like, how could it fucking be worse? Mm -hmm. I was like, like 10 years old, 11 years old. Right. <laughs> And so I, I look back and laugh now because back, you know, you know, it's, it's not the laugh now, cry later. It's the cry now, laugh later yeah. in, this, in this one. Yeah. But I was like, how could it be worse? Well, fast forward to here and we lost our fucking house. So I was like, okay, hey, mom, just want to tell you, you were right. <laughs> It fucking is worse, <laughs> but it just built it, you know, and it, it, it does to a certain extent, you know, they say, you know, uh, adversity doesn't, it doesn't build character reveals mm -hmm. it. But if you don't go through it when you're young, if you don't experience hurt mm -hmm. and loss and pain when you're young, it does, you, that's where it's built. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where the scar tissue, so to yeah. speak. And I really feel like the, the cannabis and CBD has really lifted that and yeah. like, Helps to release made peace too. Yeah. It does mm -hmm. because all that tension, all that mm -hmm. angst, all all the stuff that you know I didn't I hid from. It made me face it and just yeah. say, "Hey, man, we fucking did okay. We did okay, <laughs> you know." Like and so yeah. yeah, that that's you know really what I'm so grateful about. But yeah, I share with them like the shit, the struggle, mm -hmm. like you know, like it's not gonna be easy. You know, but it will be the most rewarding thing you do if you see it through. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm blessed and grateful for, for everything. And then because of it, I'm just trying to give back every chance I can. That's so that's so dope, dude. Like to hear that side of it, because like, obviously, I've always, you know, heard like you're the football guy, <laughs> yeah. you're the pro bowler. Like even even my buddies on Instagram, they're like, wait. Lofa Tutubu follows you. He commented. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. He's my bro. Yeah. He's a he's a bro, dude. Like, what what about it? We're regular people. Yeah. Man. We're just yeah. hanging out. And they're like, but you don't know him. I'm like, no, I don't know him. Like, we're we're friends. You probably know me better than than anybody else in terms of oh, just totally. what, what it what I'm about, what it's about. What, what exactly. I, so yeah. And things like this. They know you yeah. as fans. Yeah, I know you as like a bro, well, like on like that level. Deep, well, so know? they have that vision, yeah. right, of me, and like, what if I meet them and I don't live up to that expectation? Yeah. Oh, what yeah. if I'm not that yeah. fucking stone cold killer middle linebacker that <laughs> that I was on the field, but I, I'm not at heart. Like, yeah. yeah, but that was you know a how long ago? Yeah. B in a completely different era. True. You know, like yeah. that world back then, it was very different very to different. what we live in now. So different. And yeah. Yeah. it's just like what was said, what was done, what you could in today's world get away with. Yeah. In that sense, like, like those were like raw. Like it, the way I look at it is like raw men just like blasting at each other to win cold blood, sweat and tears. Like yeah. it was do or die. Yeah. And nothing was going to get in the way. 
now it's like we're gonna wear pink and we're gonna wear <laughs> fucking camo and it's you know it's someone's i don't know anniversary and they gotta put 18 commercials about it it's Every- just very commercialized and very whatever everyone's trying to make a statement and make their own brand and i respect yeah. i respect it because i understand it's a different world i'm not gonna be one of the old guys that you know go, the oh. crunchies yeah yeah just like <laughs> the super crunchies whatever it's just like shut up old man like <laughs> yeah i don't want to be that guy yeah you know, dude i work with those kind of dudes i know we used to do this 25 years ago well the technology is a little better well it's like even you know and i'm sure like when i was younger like i remember like it happening to us or whatever but i remember like oh i hope i don't get like that and i don't want to be like that but like for when you say like oh well these guys couldn't play back in our day and it's like are you fucking kidding me these guys could play quarterback running back tail i mean wide receiver they could play any position oh yeah because they're that much better athletes than we were Damn. yeah the <laughs> they, tech oh my god the so, training the tech yeah. all of it but yeah. so my brother my younger brother that yeah, you just kind of learned you saw yeah you saw that photo savage so <laughs> he is first name basis with john schneider the gm of the seattle seahawks great dude really nice dude very it's my guy i've i've met him a few times he's the one who doesn't like to be on camera he right? hates to be he on does, camera because i he saw does. it i think last game he, he yeah. doesn't but he's great like yeah. when he's on camera he's great oh, oh yeah yeah he's uh he's a machine in the yeah. way in the way he approaches you know finding prospects and then just you know i think the biggest thing i learned from john was it, it was what can the player do? Because the world that I grew up in, it's like, oh, well, he can't do this. He can't do that. Okay. What can he do? Let's start there and then let's build. Yeah. Because like what other skill set can we bring to him that you can teach, you know, easily? Because mm-hmm. there's some things like, okay, if a guy just his vision, like his eyes are messed up, they just might be in the wrong place. You can get that a little better. But for mm-hmm. the most part, it's kind of like your instinct with cameras and your vision when you see or your perspective. It's hard to teach yeah. a player that, mm-hmm. but when you see, okay, well, look at this play and that showed great vision. You know, he'll, he really opened my eyes and opened my mind to you know giving everybody a chance in terms of seeing their true potential. And right now, they got five starters in this year's class alone, and they all studs. Wow. I mean, you two tackles that are starting. Two corners that are starting, a tailback that is an absolute beast, a, a, a linebacker that they converted to DN slash linebacker from college, uh, Mafe. Like all of them are, this could go down, you know, and this is very early to say this, but which what I'm seeing in five, six games, yeah, this could go down as the best draft class, which is crazy to think because when I was leaving, I saw Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas. You know, two members of the Legion of Boom. Yeah. Um, I saw Russell Okung, a starting left tackle. Golden Tate, mm. second round Pro Bowl. Walter Thurman, third, who should have made a couple of Pro Bowls. Yeah. Um, like, I saw them all come in in that 10 class. And then they built in the 11. They got Sherm and KJ Wright and Malcolm Smith, MVP. Yeah. And then Dwell was arguably the best with Bobby and Russ and Bruce Irvin. And, like, that was, you know, but, like, they're – this is what I said because everybody's scared going into this uh, year. Was that oh well, it's it's rebuild and this is this is Pete's last like he won't even see the finish of his contract, which I think is up in like twenty five, so three years from now. Oh okay, but I they're love Pete Carroll. Yeah, so cute. but they were saying they were saying <laughs> so no, nice. he's done he's and so like good. and look what he's done so quickly. I I, I said okay, he's built a dynasty 
twice already. Mm. Yeah. At SC and then at Seattle. It should get easier with time. As as crazy as that sounds, because it's such everything's got to be right, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, he loses his top execs or staff yeah. members every year. One yeah, of his, the right people on the right bus. To yeah. Go. I mean, Dan, Dan Quinn, yeah. Gus Bradley, Chris mm-hmm. Richard, all these guys got plucked from his coaching staff that are there to help relay the message. And like, mm-hmm. but he this, I'm telling you, these next couple of years, they were at the building of something special. And like Geno Smith is playing out of his mind right now. Yeah. Um, so That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's crazy. Yeah. Now, is that something that you feel like you could maybe step into? I would love to. Um, mm-hmm. I left coaching only because of my family. Um, you know, I think because my dad passing at 54, um, I'll be 40 next in two weeks from now. Um, happy, happy early 30. <laughs> Thanks. Did I say early 30? Don't say early 30. He's I would, 40. 40 is a new 30. Ten, yeah. You there you go. go. But, <laughs> there you go. You know, and I just think back, you know, my dad, he died at 54. And I'm like, yo, if if I'm blessed to see 15 more years, 14 really, 14 in two weeks. Uh, <laughs> if I'm blessed to see that, I have no complaints because mm-hmm. my kids – 14 years from now will be 25 and 22. And that's, look, you I'm still, still you young, still but, be so but I, around. I have that time yeah. to help them learn from my experience. And, yeah. And, um, you know, cause I left the house at 18 and, you know, it just, I didn't get to get all the information from my mom and dad mm. in terms of like, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, what did you do about this? And, you know, you know, life comes at you fast, man. Yeah. And so, but especially with kids, you know, there's, I could have looked up in 50 years from now and been like, oh man, I've been coaching for 50 years. Like that's how fast it goes and how exciting football is mm-hmm. to me. It's my passion. Like, totally. You know, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But you know, you're not going to get these moments back with your kids and, and there's only a small window. We were all kids once. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not there anymore. Where yeah. we actually, <laughs> where we actually listen to our parents. So oh, yeah. So, yeah. So Very that, small window. So that was, that was big for me. And um, I could definitely see myself going back in some capacity. I, w- I would be honored to come back to, to the Hawks and help out, um, you know, find talent. I found a couple guys that, they just reminded me kind of of me. They they, mm. they were better. I thought they were better than me. And they're, they're proven to be pretty, pretty damn good. Um, you know, both undrafted. One made a Pro Bowl already. The other one, he just had 21 tackles the other night. Wow. Uh, which Amazing. was six more than I ever had in a <laughs> single game. I was like, <laughs> damn. Yeah. Like, Holy shit. Get it. I was like, I know you were a good kid. I didn't know you were that good. Wow. But, you know, and like. You know, so like I have the eye or it's something there that you I, go. Was, I think I was born with of just like noticing and it, it's carried over to my to my uh, my work life as an entrepreneur, just like mm. noticing like talent um, and and what they can really do. And, you know, you, you teach them the skill. Don't hire for skill, hire, hire, you know, for a skill, but hire the talent and then teach yeah. them the skill because they'll take it above and beyond what yep. you could have ever imagined. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's um, but that that team aspect has always been something that. Ever since I left my team, you know, I've always missed. I've always loved being part of something bigger than myself. That's so cool. Whether it's the the tequila stuff that you're doing, the CBD stuff, yeah. like hey, maybe maybe the Seattle Seahawks will be sponsored by both. Hey, <laughs> there you go. And then you'll run all three at the same time. Never know, man. Create <laughs> I mean, the vision. I mean, they, see they, it. They sell alcohol at the games, so I mean, yeah. I, I have somebody for them. It could literally be yeah. under your name, and people will choose it just because. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Big seller. 
Yeah, this yeah. is the Tatupu pour. Yeah. We, oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, well, yes. You know what's funny? We're actually, Walter Jones came on my podcast, Take 12 Podcast, just yes. uh, two weeks ago. And we were just, I cracked, Heritage Distilling Company is one of our <laughs> sponsors. And so they have okay. these little cold, these little cold, uh, it's like a four pack of like vodka, Rita, vodka, lemon, all these little things. And so, you know, the cold open is what sponsors that segment. Gotcha. So, you know, we, 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 we I lean into it and I drink a fucking <laughs> cold one at fucking 9 a.m., man. <laughs> uh, you know? Good morning. Yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> and, and so we're sitting there and then I go, hey, Walt, what do you think about like us coming up with a legends line, you know, for, <laughs> for charity, right? Yeah. Like, for you charity. know, yeah. And because, yeah, I mean, people are going to drink anyways, but if they know that $1 from that drink went to, to a good tri- cause, yeah, a thousand percent, they'd be like, you know what? Yep. You know, give me that one. And so uh, we're in talks. They, you know, the podcast got out there and several uh, breweries hit us up. And so we're, because I, I said, hey, Mine's going to be a double IPA. There you go. Called Lofa Tattoo Brews. Tattoo Brews. That is money. And then we started coming up with like one for like everybody and like a Max Strong Stout. (laughs) Right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. A Hasselbach. Yes. A Walter Jones Weizen or Weizen, <laughs> like we, so. There, there's something there, and you know we're talking to all these these uh, breweries now, and so we'll see what happens. Wow, that's but, exciting. But, that's but, cool. But who would have known, right? Just that's again, you never know. Yes, the passion, and then just keep it going, and you never know what path is going to open up for you. Yeah, because you have no idea. Like us sitting here tonight, we have no idea what's going to get created after this. You know, you Absolutely. coming into my center experiencing yeah. things for yourself you have no idea what paths are going to open up for you I'm you know what i mean like it's just all of these things because yeah I'm, I'm just curious did your dad ever do any kind of therapies that were integrative holistic preventative you know I anything mean, like that not he he did consume cannabis yeah. um and you know that that was one that was holistic and, and great for him mm-hmm. um my mom and dad were big into meditation. I think that visualization really helped me in football, you know, mm-hmm. and, and other aspects of my life of just how to, you know, and I haven't done it in a while, but, um, you know, it always stuck with me when I did start something. I'm like, all right, this is, I would visualize how yeah. I want it to go. Yeah. And so it, it's helped, you know, and so other than that, I'm trying to think, hmm. not that I can recall. Well, I love that you're on the path that you're on because you're being exposed to so many opportunities to take care of your health and optimize it right now because yeah 15 20 40 years from now Mm -hmm. you're going to be in a completely different state of health compared to what your dad went through because of what he didn't do you know what i mean what he didn't know about exactly and what wasn't offered maybe at that time yeah exactly and so we just know a lot more now we have a lot of access to different things and yeah, so I think you're gonna have a lot more time with your kids, which oh, yeah, the, don't thank don't you. cut that, that was, short and visualize it long. Absolutely. Yeah, manifest yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be some grand babies yes. running around uh, and you're wild. gonna whack oh, yeah. them. You the wanna place. be around for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would because grandpaps. Because you know, I think that's what, you know, you know, grandparents when they get there, they're just like, okay, they see you, their kid all grown up, and they're just like, All right, well, I, I wanna relive those moments. 
I want the nostalgia. Just like we were talking about Northwest College. Me yeah. driving down this road brought <laughs> yeah. back so many memories. <laughs> right? Where we went? Did you go there? I, well, we went to uh, the camp was right there. Oh. The training oh, facility. Yeah. Okay, so I yeah. yeah, I didn't know yeah, about our, that our exactly because yeah. I didn't grow up in Kirkland. Okay. But, okay. Well, well, you there. missed out. I know. <laughs> I wanted to always live in Kirkland. I grew up in Bothell, so it wasn't too far away. But. Oh, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> Bothell's nice. But yeah, so yeah. like. I just remember, like, I was just looking around. I was like, oh, my God, the street has changed so much. Yeah. You know, in the last Now there's just nerds that live around here. (laughs) Hella nerds. In the last 15, (laughs) 16 years. Dude, Dion Branch was my neighbor. He was such a cool dude. That's my guy. That's my guy. His nickname, Lil Dirte. (laughs) Lil Dirte. His name's Lil Dirty, but we we called him Lil, because Joe Dirt was, like, around back then. So we just called him Lil, Joe Dirte. Lil Dirte. I just That's never awesome. forget he had that all black XLR. Oh yeah, the Alabama. Uh, so you it, could not see, every single window was five percent tint. You couldn't damn. see yeah. in, even out, the wood, anywhere. The windshield, oh, the windshield everything. Too. Yeah, what the, win- the windshield was. How could he see? How I don't know. What? He had good vision. <laughs> Did he drive 20 vision. Yeah, <laughs> good, yeah, good, like, good <laughs> vision. I guess. <laughs> That's okay. why. That's why he caught the ball so easily. He, he saw. He saw okay. the spiral. <laughs> But but yeah, oh, one of the greatest He's guys like strengthening too. Strengthening his vision. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying he literally like, like strengthens it because he can't see. Hey, it, it'll make yeah, it'll make the senses stronger, right? Yeah. He's literally squinting the whole time. He used to, actually he used to drive blindfolded. Actually. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I'll never forget. It was because like. The Seahawks players, unless it was some, you know, businessmen or the geriatrics that had the money mm-hmm. with the fancy cars around here. Yeah. It was you guys with the football, yeah. the football squad. If you saw it was a fancy car, like the the S, the S class Mercedes Benz, yeah. or just some enormous SUV. What? It was always one of you guys. And we like Holmgren, Holmgren's S class. <laughs> Dude, I'll never forget. This is the longest S class I've seen in my life. I'm like, damn, that thing's really long. The extender it, kit the on extender it. The extender kit on it. And he, he gets out and we're like, my buddy, I think we're like, what, 10, 12. We're like, Holmgren. It's like, what up? <laughs> like, sweet game tonight. He's like, thanks. <laughs> Just bolts into the, the market, grabs whatever. <laughs> Bro, you want to see a car show? Go to a fucking high school around here. Have you seen what these kids dude, are driving? Oh, dude, I'm like, don't. wait, what? Do you even know what I was driving when I was 16? What? Fuck what? Come on, no, we no, got it. We got We all got to tell. No, yeah. gotta, no, it's no, it's like shitty. The, what? the you know bottom of the barrel. Come on, let's Tesla. Hear it. What was it? What? No, bottom of the barrel. I'm like, are you serious? I was jealous of what everybody's driving these days. <laughs> the bottom of the barrel these days is a Tesla. I, no, I'm <laughs> saying like back then. I said back then. I, I thought like, oh, oh back your first car oh, was a Tesla. Oh, God fuck. Yeah. 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 No, it was a Mazda 626, dude. Oh, those are clean. Those were. Drifted that you shit. Drift, like, drift. Just, <laughs> dude, the, the Mazda crew was all from the Fast and Furious. 626, nice. Yeah, oh, dude. No, oh, I cried every day because I wanted... <laughs> My parents bought it for me for my 16 or 15 and a half, whatever. Oh, oh, and yeah. I cried every single day. Your parents what? bought you a car. I mean, it was not a BMW or a Volvo, oh, which I God. wanted. You wanted a when Volvo? Was, hey, I Volvo's the, those better things, than those a things, fucking. Those things rip. Yeah. Really? Mazda 66. One of my friends had a Volvo. Yeah, like, I was hey. looking at that. And I had to drive one time. I was like, this thing fucking moves. <laughs> yeah, I want a fast car. Yeah. So my next one, Audi. 
Mercedes. We've already looked at the Audis and Mercedes. Yeah. What would you have? So your very first car. Okay, the one that I bought. Your first first car. Okay, your first love. uh, Well, mine wasn't my first love. So I know. (laughs) Maybe it wasn't the relationship you wanted. I got rid of it real quick. It It loved you anyways. Okay. It took you everywhere. Okay. So the first car that I drove like on my own um was our explorer that we no. had okay i my first car that i drove on my own was my yukon xl okay mm. what was your first car okay yeah. my first <laughs> like, car that school, i right? purchased high in high school yeah, yeah, yeah in high school was the ca- classic camaro <laughs> from transformers I owned Bumblebee. No way. It had a big block 350 in it. It got eight miles to the gallon. It was loud as shit. And dude, it would lope at idols at uh, at red lights. It'd be like, die, come back, die. And then just... <laughs> my brother's like you can literally just like with a, a flathead or whatever a you can change yeah screwdriver yeah. you can change the idol yeah. <laughs> he's like you can make it even lower my buddy is like a you know garage mechanic and uh-huh. he's like all right just do this do this so i'd sit there and literally it just like boom, boom, and then just everything shook around it it got eight miles to the gallon and it was the camaro from transformers Bumblebee. how much would you pay for it I spent all of twenty eight. Well, after I did the mods, thirty five hundred bucks. Dope. I spent thirty five hundred bucks. I think I sold that car for like eight grand. Holy shit! Yeah, what? it wasn't even a year later. Look at that. Because uh, gas was so expensive back then. Oh, for some reason, back like then. that. You year, seen them lately, <laughs> dude? It's always been high. I yeah. feel like in our lifetime, dude. <laughs> I swear, like I have the worst luck with with. <laughs> Gas prices, cars, whatever you want to call it. So I had the the Camaro, horrible gas mileage. So right before that, our family, we owned three vehicles. The Ford, the Ford Explorer. Um, we had like an Acura or some other oh, yeah. Cadillac. But then the specific Cadillac that everybody loved that you mentioned earlier in the podcast was the Escalade. Mm. And my mom was like, you wanted, I was like, no, you wanted this car. I just helped you find it. And she's like, but you really wanted this car. We want this car. Yeah. So then (laughs) everybody bought new cars Mm -hmm. and she's like, okay. She pretty much like put it on me. Like, um, you have to drive the Escalade now. Like you have to pay for the gas. You have to pay for all this. I'm like, dude, no, Yeah. it sucked so bad. But um, so my first car. Yeah, yeah this is, is this is what we want. We're waiting car. for. Yes. You want to cry, Laura? You want? No, yeah. <laughs> Give it to me. Give it to me. So, <laughs> okay. So I was saving up money, and then because my dad was like, "Y'all match you," you know. Like, oh, that's. I was awesome. like, "That's dope." There you so go. Cool. I was like, you know, and then, you know, I saved up. Yeah, I probably a couple couple grand. You know, I, yeah. I had like two jobs working at a restaurant and then working, you know, uh, at a hardware store, Abishan okay. Hardware. Shout out to Abishan. Abishan. Shout, shout out to Gucci's. That was <laughs> Gucci's restaurant. That was my first job. I was like 12. There you I go. I don't, I don't think it's legal anymore. No. But, but, you know, I was the best bus boy east of the Mississippi back Aww. then. And so. Probably the cutest, too. I, thank yeah. you. I, I'd like to think so. But so. You got um, the you got the dark looks. Yeah, you know people don't see that out there. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so then you know, it was contingent upon me getting good grades, and I like 
just got like one C. And by mm. C, I mean, I probably got a D. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> just erased. Yeah. And like, he was like, no, this is the deal. And I was like, well, fuck this. Like, I, I, was, I, was, bullshit. I was bullshit. And like, so then um, at that time, it's kind of like one of those things, those life lessons is like, all right, well, I worked my ass off for like probably six, eight months to save up just like a grand or two, two grand, I think it was. And I was faced with a decision. Mm. And, you know, I always saw myself, I saw this Acura. It was, uh, mm. I forget which one, but it was. Okay. So was this like little red, the nineties? It was, it was 96 or 97. It was the Acura. It's like, like a little coupe. It wasn't four door. I oh, wanted the four door. It was a two door. Two door. And it was, it was literally the one from Fast and Furious. I, I know this car. Okay. Yeah. But so I can't remember I the just, model. I drove by it one day and I was like, yo, I'm going to save up for that. That's what I'm going to get. And it was like three, three grand, three or four grand. And so I had like, Acura Integra. It was oh, the Integra. The, the Integra. Yes. Oh my Give God. Me Give me some, bro. Oh man. It was the Integra. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, I go, that's, that's my dream. And you know, and I'm going to oh, work God. towards it. And I did. And I saved and I was like probably $500 short, you know? And my dad was like, no, nah, you didn't, you didn't, you know, hold up your end of the deal. I'm not going to hold up the, you, you voided the contract. And I was like, yeah, I was bullshit. Seriously, Dad? Yeah, I was like, serious? yeah, this is five hundred dollars. I just I saved everything for this. Uh, I can't even afford assurance or gas, even if it just sits in. Even if it just do it for me. Even if it just sits in the driveway. I want everybody to know I have a badass car, even if I don't take it anywhere. And so it was like, no, a deal's a deal. And I was like, and so that was a great lesson. That's amazing. Me. You know, I That's was bullshit good. at the time, but yeah. it was a great lesson because you do what you say you're going to do yep. and you'll get what you want. Mm -hmm. And so I was faced with the decision. I was like, okay, well I can like, you know, spend, you know, wait a little longer. But like, I was already like going into senior year. I was like, I'm not going to be a fucking senior without a car. <laughs> what, <laughs> what a, what a what loser. What yeah. a loser. So, so then I was like, well, fuck it. I saw this Plymouth Sundance for $500. <laughs> so I'm going to pocket the rest and pa yeah. party my fucking face Smart off. Smart move. Smart move. I yes. tell you what. I love it. Senior year was so amazing. And I mean, that thing had a leak in the engine and it fucking seized on me in the middle of the I-5, uh, 995 uh, highway. Yeah. And I just got off so I didn't kill myself. But... <laughs> I, if I, if I shit you not, it was the greatest, one of the greatest years of my life because it was just like freedom, right? Yeah. Uh, Look I, at that I, path that got created for you and you didn't even know it was going to be there. Right? And I got- How amazing Insurance is money, gas money. Fuck I was like, yes. <laughs> these are all things that I was stressing about, but then I was like, yo, no one cares. They just want you to show yeah. up. Yeah. They don't care no about what you're driving. Right no. yeah. yeah. And so uh, I love that thing. And I even looked when I was in, when I- first got in the nfl i looked for uh, a 95 plymouth sundance because that i wanted to trick it out oh wow and i couldn't i couldn't Dude, find one pin. i couldn't find yeah. the closest thing they had was the dodge shadow was like mm. i think similar body type and, and you know, yeah but it's just it's not it's not your baby no you know so, you gotta have the og yeah so but i mean yeah that what yeah. kills me is going back. Like I actually kind of did this the other day. I went back and looked for the original vehicles that I've owned. I've had like probably 10 rigs by now. And I've gone and lo looked through every single one of them. They've all tripled in value. Oh. I'm like, 
Okay, if I just <laughs> but you but you tripled your first investment. I tripled my first Off investment. Bumblebee. 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 I think Bumblebee was my best investment. He took care of you. Yeah, the BMW. I learned a lot from building it. Well, there's a, there's a lot of mechanical issues, right? You know, just like those parts. Well, I those built it from like I ripped it apart and completely rebuilt it oh, myself. Really? Yeah. So that's, like that's dope. The engineering side of my brain, like I was like, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. You know, and then I got to the point where like I didn't get to the mountains. This two wheel drive sucks. So I bought a Cummins <laughs> pickup truck, like the ultimate douchebag high school kid <laughs> diesel, like just screw with everybody. We pulled so many pranks with that truck. Oh my god. Yeah. From that point on, it's kind of like okay, let's get more function than fashion there, there you go well you what what do you what do you want versus what you need mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and i think that's yeah everyone that gets caught they get caught up especially with social media like oh that looks cool i want to do that and then you yeah. do it and you're just like i built that up to be so much more special in my head yeah. than it really was and yeah so the expectations yeah. that get created from our thoughts like even with online dating you probably have never experienced online dating no i have no not at all uh, which... baby baby i have not so <laughs> thank, so... thank god <laughs> but tell, no, tell my wife is... that yeah, yeah i make sure I, she knows I hope not. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Yeah. you're the baby shadows to the wife hey no no i haven't baby never no yeah. we're not gonna go there but i haven't either so no, yeah, I'm right with not you. either. but it's like it has everything to do with all of that. Like you create these expectations of what it's going to be like or who you're like or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. Yeah. And, and then it doesn't pan out to be that way. And then you're let down. And I mean, that can be in anything in life, like even a special moment or an anniversary or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you have an expectation, you get let down. Yeah. It hurts and it like affects you if yeah. you allow it to, you know, and if you don't have yeah. control over it or if you yeah. subject yourself to that expectation you know what i mean but for sure no idea where that just came from but i don't know it just came <laughs> i thought we were gonna hear a cool online dating story oh like, oh like, no like a real that's a, dude a, guess a, what a real letdown in terms of your oh. expectations <laughs> yeah there has been a couple yeah. of those for sure <laughs> we, we, don't, um, we can save that for another yeah episode. but what we're going to do actually i don't know on one of our episodes i think it was our last or second to last with tiffany I don't know if she was five or six. No, she was five. So she was five. the one um, before this. She is like a six-figure hairdresser, amazing human being. And she has been in the dating world. And she's going – we are – what are we going to do? We're going to do a subscription-based podcast where she goes deep. Episode two of her dating experience. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean like in – just in this area too, like okay, dating here sucks. The people here are I don't know. Depends on who you are, I guess. But yeah, my opinion sucks. You met this gem, not on a dating app. Thank oh, there you go. Yeah, where, where yeah. did you guys meet? <laughs> on a on boat. the water. Yeah, <laughs> nice on a boat. Love the water. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I never. I just I hated the thought of dating apps because I was like, this is like ordering a cheeseburger. Just like, <laughs> like, nah, that sucks. That sucks. Nah, this one looks pretty good. I'm going to taste this one. You know? <laughs> taste it up. <laughs> taste. <laughs> well, we what, should make a, a nice, dating app called like, I don't know, Taste Your Cheese. <laughs> oh my God. Because what, what was that one song? Like Tiger or whatever, that song Taste. Oh, geez. You know? I think it's like Tiger Taste. taste. Yeah. yeah. So it's like my buddy on his yacht all the time this one summer. That's all he played. Woo, woo, woo. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
taste. So yeah, like I always hated the thought of like, I don't want to like, for me, women and money went hand in hand. And I was like, if I'm going to spend this much money on a chick that like, as eh, probably isn't going to pan out. I could use that on parts. I could use that on cars. I could use He's that on smart. flying. That's the engineer yeah. I'm, I'm like, smart how guy. is this money going to work to the benefit of everyone in my life? Me, everybody else, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, if I meet someone and we're like hanging out and then like, hey, there might be some chemistry. Let's chat it up a little bit and then like see where it goes. Mm-hmm. That's how my brain works. Yeah. Like I can't do like, hey, we're meeting up on Tuesday. How, what are you all about? Oh, you suck. Bye. For <laughs> Thursday. Hey, what are you all about? Oh, you're cool. Let's meet up tomorrow. How Good. much money am I spending yeah. again? It's like and, for why? And time. Time. It's in energy. I do not energy. have. Dude, yeah. Energy you, you, is. You, you can eventually replace energy. Yeah. Right. You and can replenish that. Thing. You can recharge that back. Yeah. You can't get that time back. You no. cannot get that time back. Yeah. Yeah. That's or, that's yeah. the biggest thing. Yeah. But yeah, I think just to to wrap this up, just looking at time and and you can't and also, send that cheeseburger back. No, no that cheeseburger. <laughs> Once you take a bite, you Once taste you get it, that taste, yep. <laughs> you gotta wash it down with something. Yeah, some Capo Veda Veda tequila (laughs) available at siptequila.com. That's my choice every time. Thank you. (laughs) When are we shooting the commercial for this thing? (laughs) I'm so down. Hey, like I said, I've been on this podcast life for three years. I know how to do a plug. I know how to do a plug. (laughs) That's awesome. I've been doing, we've been doing this, what, two months? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Wait, wait till you see what it happens, what blossoms into it. I I can't wait because I mean, you guys got great energy. You guys, I this is one of my favorites that I've been on, you know, and I've I've only been to a couple in person, but I'm talking like I've done, you know, hundreds of podcasts through COVID and through my own show. We do two an episode, uh, two episodes every week. So, like, I, I, yeah, you're in it, you are in it. I'm I'm in, Mm. and so, but this, the energy you guys got, the, Mm -hmm. the setup, dude, I love this. Like I'm excited, dude. I'm so pumped I'm that you're ex- about this. I'm excited to see where you take it with the. Oh, it's gonna transform the, the heli shots. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and the wing and the plane, the wing. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just you know you you've always had a vision and just you gotta stick with it and just you know yeah. see see where it can go, man. No, oh, totally. Yeah. The last bit I want to leave off with with is the fact that we're all sitting here together is because the kids that she nannies, the people that um. The parents, the hunts, the hunts were at that event that you were at the charity event that you were chef. What there was. Oh. A, remember when I texted you, I'm like, are you at some charity thing yeah, or I, whatever? I was, at, I was at Cliff Averill's family foundation. Yeah, uh, that one. Dining, oh, my God. Dining, okay, so, so I was make nannying a the kids when Rich Hunt Rich was. and Michelle yes, Hunt? Yes, Rich and Michelle. I'm their nanny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! You want to talk about small world? I'm going. Oh, I'm dude. going to a concert with them on on Saturday. Um, They're the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I are, yeah, so are, are you gone. sending the kids on Saturday? I, because <laughs> because I, I think we're going to like Post Malone. Or oh, something. I'm going to Post Malone on okay. Saturday. So the kids are coming with you. So no, we, we are uh, going. You guys are going we too? are going to Post Malone. This is why I wish we had video. <laughs> if, if anybody could have seen that last just moment we just had hands up in the air like you just don't care (laughs) i hey cut it that's that's that that is it anyways yeah (laughs) it was so great having you here hey 
Yeah. Lopa, this has been a blast. Hey, I hope you guys have me back on. Dude, we're going oh, to do more. Don't coming yeah. back on yet. What you're going to find out is there's going to be some changes. We're going to make some things different and it's going to be <laughs> popping. <laughs> the fucking wicked pisser. <laughs> wicked. Wicked pisser. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, buddy. Hey, man. I appreciate you guys. Grateful for this experience and stay blessed. Yes. Dude, thank you. Until everybody, until next time, cheers. Cheers. Woo! Aww. That Dude, was dope. That was that so was good. Funny. But yeah, I was nanny.